Yeah, welcome to the PitCast, which this is going to be a little bit different because it's not going to be about our general playing and musings, but... I we just get three random lords together, and that's good enough. Yeah, so. we're gonna we're gonna talk about spectral chaos. Micah from Sisters of Flame sent me today. Um, we're gonna open it, go through the cards, but he first sent me um, a little info sheet that says "Do not open until I open the pack." So I'm gonna open this right now, and we're gonna go through the rules. Also, I've got. Uh, Lord Roar, and do you have a nickname? Or is it just Lord Sanders, or is it Brandon, or what? I don't know, brother. I think I go by Lord Sanders. How about that? All right, that works for me. All right, so let's see here. So we've got this information sheet. Oh, geez. Sound like a half sheet of paper. So let's see here. Uh, Oh, so this looks actually what he sent me. It actually has specific card rules on it. So he knows the he knows these cards are in this pack that are in here. To, I thought it, to go through the rules. I thought it just came with a cease and desist, like in the pack. That's good. Yeah, okay. yeah. Open this. <laughs> and stop talking about it. Yeah. So this no. is one, two, three, four, <laughs> five cards on it. It's not an NDA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we've got a so the card numbers we at least have are 80, 90, 278, 330, and 402. I was really hoping we would have gotten 420 or 69, but that's <laughs> I get enough of those as it is, gentlemen. But oh well, well, let's talk about a little bit about the background. I mean, you two don't know too much about it. I luckily was able to get an email from Micah saying, Hey, he's been working on this project for two years. It's an unreleased set from uh Barry Reich, which was an old roommate of Richard Garfield's and that was an original alpha playtester. So for a set of 429 cards. Um and it was submitted and everything, I think, for approval, and then it just never got released. It sounds like Mike has interviewed Barry multiple times and just from it doesn't have to do with anything from the set. It's probably all stuff that, you know, business stuff happens and it just doesn't happen so not too much i know about that but like um so yeah so we're gonna open this pack and go from there and so i have a question do you know where to get the artwork did you so, just call it artwork or actually a good question so um because i saw i saw a video already i mean they all have like full art and everything yeah i actually don't i was expecting like play test cards you know yeah so some of the art looks newer i think I don't know if the art's I don't think the art was original. Let me skim the email here, but I don't think. Um, yeah, we we'll get back to that. Yeah, I don't think uh, you mentioned anything about the art, or at least in the email that I am reading. But I'm sure if we figure that out, we can put that in the show notes. But um, yeah, we'll just we'll just get around to opening it. Probably note it in the in, in the letter. Well, like I said, this letter just has straight up rules for some cards. This oh, yeah. Okay. Specific cards, um, like what the first card on here, we'll get to it though. It's like the, the, the card is number 80 out of the set. The name is Copy Enchantment. 
uh, and it has the rarity, which it says uncommon, and then it has the rata's ruling. So they basically took, you know, like interrupts and stuff and kind of turned them into the new phrasing, how they have it now. Um, yeah, so we're kind of joined also with uh, All Things Considered um, and a bunch of other content creators for the old school community that are going to be doing videos and stuff. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. I don't think this is going to be super long, but figured why not? So we have the pack here. I think they were all hand cut and all hand packaged. And I don't know how many he did or how many he has to do. So that takes some, uh, whatever. Let's see. Victor chaos is a cool name. It's aggressive, man. Yeah. I mean, and if you guys haven't seen the cards, I'm sure we're going to, at least on the video, we're going to have like a little bit nicer images. So you guys can kind of look at them closer, but. Is there any idea of the storyline? Like, would it, it, are these just like cards in a vacuum, or like, was it in Dominaria? Was it like, is there? Do you know anything, or did do you? Know I would that? assume if this was. So let's see here. This set was designed to begin. This set design began before Alpha was released, so I would assume, and the playtesting and stuff oh. and design continued through 94 95 so i would assume Domin i mean that's the only plane they had back then so i would assume dominaria is the plane it's set on but i don't mm. really know how much lore and characters from the cards i've seen i don't think there have been any legendary creatures or like characters like spoiled yet but like early enough that they're establishing it so these are all just peripheral yeah i mean it sounds like this was if it was starting to be design and everything before alpha then that means you know there could be if anything alpha cards could have been designed after this set too or there could have been designs come from this set or ideas and stuff like that so mm -hmm. um but yeah so all right let's see it man cool and let, let's uh, not, yeah so on the we'll just show the first card which is the land but it's a basic mountain it does have the art uh, it says art by, so I could we could probably even look up who the art was by. Um, and yeah, so the the oh, this is going to get interesting. Oh, is that a new board? Does it does it have the old school borders? It's like an odd, like a tie dye. He designed the borders in the back himself. I think yeah, for, like to essentially for the cease and desist stuff like that. Cause it's mm -hmm. not going to mimic it. Cause the back, um, it's like nice. guy, he's got his own little raging river, which is his discord tag. And, well, and, and to be fair too, I remember reading and I'm, I'm sure this is like more than just like trivia, but, but like they wanted all the expansions to have different backs, like Arabian nights had like a purple back. orange back, whatever. Yeah. So um, they, I mean, that, was, that would be bad for like, shuffling cards and stuff and yeah but like they didn't really have sleeves until but unless he could early 2000 so mm -hmm. and that's why people didn't want alpha cards back in the day too because they couldn't play them because they didn't form the corners because no one had sleeves back then um mm -hmm. like i was telling brandon before this the cards are almost identical to magic card stock so i think if i could sleep if i had a full 60 card deck of these i don't think you'd even know you won't you don't have to put a card behind it or anything which is pretty nice i like the trippy color shit man yeah I mean, it, it definitely stands out from all the ones that i've seen um 
or from at least from like the magic because even like the magic like mm-hmm. it's just yeah it's kind of crazy looking so yeah so let's see the next <laughs> card is going to be immense spider four color <laughs> two green for a two seven and it has reach so uh pretty similar to giant spider it just immense it's bigger i don't know i mean it's six mana for a two for six that's not good yeah i don't know i mean from a draft perspective if we're looking at you know drafting these it's not an awful draft card but you would never it would never appear constructively you know for a six drop i you could do well, look up look up what's that reach shit I assume it's like a defensive first strike or something. Yeah, well, the reach just means you can you can block flyers. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, you can block flying. I think that that was one of the rules that it's just so it's seven blocks flyers for six. Spider, you can block yeah, yeah. flying. Although, like, if I was drafting, I would I would draft it as a solid body, but it's definitely not like an early. It's not like a pack one pick one. That's for sure. Maybe we'll get some constructed spider cards, so it'll be a theme. Then we can have a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I bought some uh, a Mott Mahody gin, so good, fine, great. I don't know. You need three lightning bolts to kill it. I'll take that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, the next card is going to be Sylvan Adder, uh, three colorless and blue. It's got oh okay, forest. Blue. Well, it's. Forest Dome, F O R E S T H O M E. That's like the yeah. So it can't attack if they don't have a forest, and you have to sacrifice it if you don't have a forest. Yep. So yeah, they keyworded because you know everything. No cards have that except for Island Home, like Sea Serpent. They keyworded it, and then they never printed the ability again. Really? So no cards of Swamp Home, Green Dome, Mountain Home, Forest Home. No cards have those. It's just Island Home. And even then, now we have a Forest Home. So this is exciting. This is really cool. So yeah, it's a four, it's a three colorless and a blue for a four three with, with Forest Home. Just kidding, it sucks. It's, uh, ab- it's absolutely bullshit. What a bad, what a bad ability. <laughs> if you don't have a forest, you sacrifice it. If they don't have a forest, they can't attack. That is so poorly designed. It's like, it's a card that says can't twice. Let me see it again, uh, Grant. Hold it up. Can you not see it? Yeah, there you go. Interesting. All right. So... Yeah, this says uncredited artist stock image. So they must have taken art from people, but also used as stock images. So nice. Okay. Like I said, I know you guys can't see these right away, but I'm gonna make sure we get photos up on everything because the Lord that just is, the field you know, a great like a blue, a blue Sylvan card. You know, like Sylvan always seems so strictly blue. Yeah, like, all I the know, Sylvan paradise, Sylvan life. <laughs> Like it has forest home, but like, why is it blue? You know, that's that's <laughs> weird. I think at the end of this, everyone's going to realize, oh, that's why this set never got printed because it's bad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that is that is for sure. so far five playables. <laughs> I mean, the spider. What immense spider isn't bad. Immense spider 
is I, I still stand by draft. I would never play a spider, but like in draft as a six drop, a two seven with reach is a pretty decent wall. But I don't even know if I drafted there. But maybe depending on the form, depending on what else. But there's that, that last card is not playable. Sylvan, what was it? Sorry, Adder, A D D E R. Yes. Yeah, so, there's gonna be some snake cards gonna let you play. play. <laughs> it might be a three. You know, a four three is like even worse, and it has a huge restriction. Like, I don't know. It's 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 bad. Doesn't pass the test. Last pick so far. Three tough. Three toughness is bad. Well, also too, I think with with the amount of cards in this set, if you drafted it, it'd be a standalone. You would be three packs of this, Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't be adding anything. So, even in a three pack set of drafting, that would be a. I would take a that basic mountain over that card probably. Oh, we'll see how the spider goes. There'll be some sick card like you like play spiders for free out of your hand or something. Oh, this is much better, yeah. <laughs> All right. The next one's going to be Craw Chameleon. Three colorless and a green. Uh, oh, yeah. We should also say the creature type. The last thing was a snake. But this is a, a giant lizard. It's got an activated ability. You pay one, and then until end of turn, Craw Chameleon becomes the color of the mana spent to activate this ability. So you spend a white, it turns to a white creature, etc. Useless bullshit. <laughs> it's it's wonky, like, but it's creative. Like I'll give it like I'll give it points for effort. Like it turned its homework in, but that is so badly designed. <laughs> and it's a three-three for four. So like, and at the end of the turn, so I can't even respond if they're like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm gonna like dark banishing or destroy a non-black." Like I'm gonna terror that. And you're like, quick, I'm going to play it black. And at the end of my turn, it becomes black. Like, why would it, why would it even matter? What, that is so bad. That is so shitty. Yeah, it's almost kind of cool. You're right. It's almost kind of cool if you were, like, changing colors for, like, you know, but whatever. Yeah, It's not great, but I think it's a... Funny, going back, you're saying this is, like, pre-alpha. So some of these cards do sound kind of, like, early stage, you know? Like, they were, like... Trying to play around with ideas, but there's no card like it. Didn't yeah, go the, nowhere. Creativity is there. I'm gonna give it. Yeah. And this says there's actually a little thing in the bottom of the of the of the uh, card text or within the card text box where there would maybe be a uh, uh, a quote from a character or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it says. Chaos history in bold, and it says several creatures in invasion would have similar abilities. So, but that says similar abilities. So, is there is there anything in invasion that sparks that? Not that I. I mean, there. It's like spirit monger, for instance, not an invasion, but an invasion block uh, that can change its color. And we don't even really see into like wild mongrel changing colors so freely. I really. I mean, I guess blind seer can is an invasion and that was like urza as a legendary creature and those sets had kickers or it's a legendary was printed and, and those but, but but like changing color at will is a very you don't see it that often i mean like shift and ice age could do that but like yeah i don't know not in not that i can recall an invasion i mean dream thrush maybe this card I'm actually makes me more curious about the full set because if there's specific color removal 
Yes. No, that is all of a sudden just amazing. So. And what was the cost of power and toughness again? Uh, three colorless and the green for a 3-3. Three, three. For a 3-3? Three, three? Okay, so it's still like whatever, like what, Hill Giant or whatever. But its ability seems too, I don't know, like hard to execute properly. Pretty niche. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty uh, narrow, if you would. All right, so the next one is going to be Halo for one white. It's an enchantment. It's an aura. You enchant creature, and the enchant creature gets plus zero, plus one, and has vigilance for Mm. one white. For one white, it gets plus zero, plus one? Yeah. And has vigilance. So... Eternal Warrior is red and gives a creature vigilance. So this is like gives it a plus or a plus one in vigilance. I don't know who plays Eternal Warrior, but like it's not absurd. I mean, it's not terrible. I don't. I mean, I feel like vigilance in old school is pretty darn good too because there's not too much and being able to just attack and not deal with like Halo on a immense spider. Then all of a sudden you got a two A with vigilance, right? Yeah, enchantment. Enchant creatures barely ever make the cut. I mean, you really only have Spirit Link. It's not better than Spirit Link. No. Yeah. It's kind of a bust. Alrighty here. So. Boy, oh boy. All right. Oh, yeah. Here's so here's the first card that's on this sheet of rules. So it's copy enchantment, it's an uncommon. It's one colorless and two blue, so three total casting costs. And you have made you may have copy enchantment enter the battlefield as a copy of any enchantment on the battlefield. So it's not just on your that you own or that your opponent owns. So it can literally copy any enchantment. And I'm not really sure, at least from thinking like old school enchantments, what this would copy. How much does it cost? It looks like it has a big casting cost. It's two blue and a colorless to, to copy any enchantment on the battlefield. So this essentially mm-hmm. turns into that enchantment. So I did just miss this. I had to step out of the room. But, I mean, copy enchantment does exist currently in in Ravnica. Two colors where it comes into play, copies an enchantment, becomes a copy of it. Is that basically what that does? Yeah. But also, I think... But it wasn't until Ravnica. So, I mean, in terms of power creep, it could have been ahead of its time. But, I mean, like, that card basically exists right now. Yeah. It's a blue card. Yeah, that's... A, that's. I, you know, I keep thinking in terms of 93, 94. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, it might be a little absurd now, uh, or in, in old school. But, like, by the time Ravnica came out, it did get printed. But that's, like... Gap of time. I wonder if you could use this card, you could cast it to bust the abyss because you copy the abyss and they just blow each other up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. Legendary enchantment removal would be big. But also, like, yeah, even like copying the library right. for yourself is pretty good too. Because, like, if you're not playing green, if you're mono blue and all of a sudden you've got a Sylvan library, seems pretty good. Pretty, yeah. pretty good. Um, but yeah, it also, if I don't know if this matters anything, but on the errata and rulings, it says if you don't choose an enchantment, it just enters the battlefield and is an enchantment that's just kind of sitting there. So I don't oh, know. Fair. I don't know if. Like, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> so great. Sometimes, well, sometimes <laughs> it goes, it, it 
doesn't it doesn't uh, go anywhere. It just gets right goes right to the graveyards. I don't know if that's wait. So what's the ruling on that? Actually, if, if you're if you have the abyss out and I play that and I copy the abyss, do I keep my abyss and yours dies? Well, as far as I know, with Enchant Worlds, don't they replace like the previous Enchant Worlds? So yeah, I think it's a replacement. Yeah, yeah because and and for the new, at least for the legendary rule that they errated years ago. Well, years. Is he, this is this is weird because actually I don't know. Did the Enchant World get changed? with the legends get changed? That I actually don't know. I mean, I I don't know. That's a good question. Because I feel like they stopped printing Enchant Worlds, so they probably. It's just never come up because in old school, I've always had it. I can't find any use for that card. I'm, I'm thinking, like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, I mean, you could, you know, double up on your moat or, and, you know, your oh, well, mana like flare. I guess. So you're still yeah, I guess mana flare or. Uh, double, yeah. Double mana flare. You could double. I guess, yeah, a lot of enchantments. You could double like a creature. You really, so you, you're playing, you're running like a. Mostly blue. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot of enchantments that don't seem to have static. Like, I mean, maybe in um, we're in stasis if you're running like a bunch of other like, in the eye of chaos, maybe. <laughs> so I'm actually maybe, like, if, if you were to invoke prejudice, you could double up on that. <laughs> yeah. Great. I mean, <laughs> blue, so it's probably the only time you're ever going to cast that awful card, anyway. <laughs> So I actually was curious, Nick. So I went to the Gatherer and looked up the Abyss. And from 10-1-2008, says, This has the super, super type world. When a world permanent enters the battlefield, any world permanent that were already on the battlefield is, are put into the owner's graveyards. So if you cast it... Okay, that makes sense. You do that. Type world. I like it. It's also weird, too, because it says the new world permanent stays on the battlefield. But it says if two world permanents enter the battlefield at the same time, which I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that would happen. I want to go crazy if with my. School, I don't think. Yeah. yeah, they basically, think, if they both I, enter at the same time, they both get destroyed, essentially. So <laughs> that's what it's like when worlds collide, I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna log you off. You're gone. I'll <laughs> it's not better than copy artifacts. It's got two blue instead of one. Yeah, I think, yeah. Get shit out of here. Yeah, it's it's. I'm inter- like I said. I think the interesting thing is gonna see is gonna be people posting all these things, and then I want I can't I want to just be able to look at the set in its entirety as a whole, mm-hmm. and then just kind of like and analyze it that way and. To see like what card because some of these cards might be awful within the ninety three ninety four scape, but like they. But might it was before Alpha, you said that that the yeah. So he sent me like a little information email and basically said this was being play tested before Alpha and then was continuously play tested until ninety five was submitted and then just never came to fruition. Sounds like it was this guy's like side project, like it was like his own like set he was working on. And it never like got picked up and released, you know. Yeah. All right. So the next one is going to be Prismatic Blast. It's it costs X and red, so it's a red times X, however much mana you want to spend spell. And it says it's a sorcery speed. Nice. And no more than two mana of each color, plus no more than two colorless mana on X. So. 
You can spend two green. I already hate it. <laughs> so you're already limited, and that's also two colorless. <laughs> so that's a yeah. okay. So that's a okay. total. It's a total of. So only does that mean I can only spend one red in addition to the red to cast it? Oh, no, it just it specifically says on X, so you can't on X. Okay, not to cast the spell. Okay, on X. But the okay. max is only 12, then, if you're including the... <laughs> okay. Max is 12, okay. And then it just says it deals X damage to any target. So it's worse than Fireball. It's worse than every X spell. Exactly, because it limits your... Uh, max is 12 damage. The long is it long instant? At least is it, have... like... We didn't know we had this, but we would never use it if we did. <laughs> you play fireball it's or yeah or just yeah so it's like don't get too oh don't go overboard with that x you could only do it <laughs> like this <laughs> oh probably so mean, even, and even so if if even if yeah and that's 12 is the max if you're playing five colors which is also like, whoa, <laughs> slow uh, down, hero. This is not a fireball. So you can pay, <laughs> you can pay, no ring that shit in, ring that in. Fireball and disintegrate both exist, and you can run four <laughs> of each. But if you really need like nine through 12, we've got you. <laughs> and if it's any consolation, you pay three red mana and you only deal two damage. So that's great. So, so. My curiosity is this, where it says you can only pay two of each mana and two colorless, right? Mm -hmm. Does that mean two more of anything, or does it legit mean we mean colorless? Like, that was, like, waste mana before that existed. Like, strictly colorless. I mean, I guess they probably had Soul Ring created at, a t at the time. <laughs> that creates two, so that could, maybe that's it. So far, I hate this set. Just for the record. <laughs> they can't tell you how to use your, your mana. It's colorless mana. Yeah, that's... I, I, like, I liked in certain sets well, they say, really, like, if, if blue was spent to cast this, also do this. That was interesting. This yeah. is so good that it's like, no more than this. No more than this. Like, why did you even put X in the cause? <laughs> well, you're gonna um, hate, Nick, you're going to hate this next card. So I'm ready to hate it. <laughs> so this is uh, called Rouse Eel. All right. I like the name. Uh, two black and a colorless. So three total. But some black. But two black. So that's yeah. kind of important. Yes. Uh, it's a one four with it's a one four with swamp walk. <sighs> okay. Pay a red and tap it, and it puts a plus one minus one counter on itself. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't hate this one. Oh, it's bad. I don't like it, <laughs> but I don't hate it. It has two abilities, and it's three mana for a one five, right? One four. One four. That's still not too bad. He can kind of become... God, that is so bad. I mean, the pace, of the, the pace of the game had to be different back then, right? Like, during this testing, the pace of the game had to be different. I mean, if playing oh, and tapping and putting a plus one, minus one counter on something, probably. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, so, so the pace of the game had to be dramatically different or it had to be understood to be different than it is now because for a three drop, you won't get that until turn four and you're tapping it to make it like just slightly adjust its stats. Like 
the game had to be a different game back then. That, that's like, that's well, becoming very like clear. To, it's like a harder to kill sorceress queen that can kill the creature instead of just make them like a zero one. So you can do one counter. So you can you can you can you know kill opposing one ones, or even just play tricks with it. Um, in the you know in the battlefield, but the the yeah you also have to be playing red though. So yeah, I wish it wasn't red. <laughs> it's not only red black. Who plays red black? It's those two colors suck together. I don't know. It is like a a kind of better sorceress queen though. I mean, I'm sorry. How is it a better sorceress queen? It's a one four, right? So it's harder to kill. Or one three. I mean, that's true. It can't be bolted. Sorceress queen's one one, and it doesn't kill creatures. It just makes them a but sorceress queen. But Sorcerer's Queen does stuff. This yeah. card doesn't really do stuff. Know, like, <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> like you cast it, you can't if you attack with it, you got a one four with swamp walk, which I don't know. I mean That's cool. Yeah. It's got a swamp walk, it pings you every <laughs> turn with the swamp walk. Yeah. And you can and drop I'll, little one minus one counters and, and kill uh like opposing weenies, for example, one ones like Savannah line. It's, it's that's only, true. Actually, it does eat Savannah Lions for breakfast, that's for sure. It's only good against Mono Black because Terra does nothing. That's true. And I like it if I didn't have to play red. So far, but all these cards I would maybe put in my sideboard. So If I ran up against like Mono Black and I had this, I had both Swamp Walk and the ability to like morph fling itself to a better power, that's kind of cool, I guess. But that's a pretty niche scenario. All right. Well, the next one is interesting, to say the least. So, uh, next card is going to be Psychic Leech. This is also on the uh, the page of page of rules that I was I was given. Uh, it's an uncommon. It costs two blue, a white, and a colorless. So four total. It's a leech as the creature type. It's a two-two. And the activated ability is tap it, counter target spell unless its controller pays one. If that player does, does not pay one, they tap all lands with mana abilities they control and lose all unspent mana. <clears throat> so you've got a counter for one on a stick, essentially. Let's see mm -hmm. it. Hold that one up. I want to see what it looks like. It's pretty cool. You guys can read that, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I got it. Uh, hold it up one second. So, Come on. oh, okay. So what we have kind of is what? Um, disruptive student, and but that wasn't until like Urza Saga, but that would tap and like an opponent had to pay an additional one. But in this case, it like power sinks them. If they can't pay one, they're just out. Exactly. And it, but it also like yes. they were to tap in response or they had mana floating for some odd reason that also gets gone. That's interesting. A four drop for a two, two seems like a big ask, but I would certainly, I don't know that that does seem like an interesting you don't have a lot of creatures with like, I guess like playable creatures with like abilities anywhere near that in old school. It is definitely annoying. You just have like a permanent four spike sitting there. 
Yeah. And you, it, it, yeah. Like double, what does that other than fourth leg? You have multiple out. You could tap it for one. You could tap it to counter. They pay. You could tap it again. They have to pay. Mm-hmm. So if it, it builds up, so it's not in a limited setting, this is probably pretty good being able to kind of deplete the resources a little bit better than normal. And it's blue white. So it's not like a, uh, the, the activated ability is on a red creature or something that like it wouldn't normally maybe go on. But cool color combo to the blue white. Nice artwork. Nice card. All right. Let's see here. Next is going to be scroll of papyrus. The first artifact of the pack. It's two colorless to cast. Uh, it's an artifact and you tap it. You sacrifice the scroll of papyrus. You add three mana of any combination of colors. Wow. Some some of that chopped up for me there. Can you hold that one? Yeah. So you pay the audio, I mean chopped up. Oh yeah, you're good. You pay two mana, you tap it to sack mm-hmm. it, and you add three mana of any color combination. So two costs hmm. in lotus, and you can do like any color combination you want. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's an exciting card. I like that. That that mm-hmm. like almost helps with some kind of Potential storm build in old school. That's a big man fixer for old school, man. If you were playing yeah. in that card, multi yeah, like color is pretty big too because you don't really get much of that. No, especially I could see that getting even better with 95 though, when you get like merchant scroll and you could actually build like some nutty like candelabra brain geyser like high tide build. But like, well, even that's with, an interesting card. I like this one. And even with Soul Ring, like that's already. Like you could have Soul Ring, Scroll, Necropotence, and have a little fun. Yeah, no, I mean, and I think I think the boost is it would create a considerable play without being just a zero drop Lotus. It's like, but it does help you build up for that following turn. So I'm a so far the first card I actually like in this. Yeah, it's beautiful with Soul Ring, man. Imagine it back in the day, like if you're jamming that card and like I said with your Soul Ring Ninja. It makes it lets you also play multiple colors, which I think is kind of neat because you don't really see more than like you know you see three color decks, but if you you could play four of this and play multiple colors and be able to hopefully get there, mm-hmm. which is pretty neat. Oh, next card is a planes classic in one of the in common slots. I think I don't know if these packs are set up as that. I don't think they are. But yeah, all right. Let's see the next one, Gremlin. This is the rare. Oh, there's rare, very rare, and very rare. So very rare is mythic for what probably it is now. But okay, this is the rare of the pack. It's a. It's called Gremlin. It's for a cost a blue and a uh, blue and a green. <laughs> the creature type is Gremlin as well. Uh, it's a two one. Uh, activated ability is tap it. You counter target activated ability from an artifact source. Ooh, that's sexy. Does it say unless it's a mana source? Mana abilities can't be targeted. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of, I was, a lot less cool. <laughs> I was going to bury that lead, which, but you know, <laughs> I had to. I was like, please. Yeah. So. 
Could I counter a Triskelion uh, counter shot from a Triskelion? Uh, oh, wait. Hold on. Uh, let me keep reading because I... Hold on. All right. You tap it. Counter target activated ability from an artifact source. Man abilities cannot be targeted. I thought this was another part of the card. Then destroy that artifact. Mmm. So, okay. Yeah. Well, that's different. <laughs> Just feeling that's, that is an art activated ability. So wait, you wait. counter it, and then that would you would destroy the tri the trike essentially. Activated abilities does that include things that that don't have a cast uh, a cost? So like just any ability. Like if they were to untap or no wait yeah to say activated or it says so activated like, right. It yeah. just says activated ability from an artifact source. So if they were like to untap a mana vault, you could like destroy it. Mm -hmm. Or they're going to try and use their icy manipulator and yep. you can let and destroy it. Or yep. <laughs> if a trike try and shoot off his counter, so you could counter and destroy the trike. Am I right or wrong? And they could shoot the other two counters before yeah, that. But, still, yeah. but that would also half the time the trike stays on the board and it's still a pain in the butt. So yeah. I but if you counter the activated ability, then and that artifact is just then destroyed. Well True. they can in response get rid it's of it. It's a sick card, man. It's a sick card. Yeah. I like it. All right. The next one is fusion, which is a very rare card. And there's a lot of rules for this one. And all right, so it's called Fusion. It's two red, a blue, and two colorless, so five total. It's a chaotic enchantment. Uh, and it says enchant two creatures under the same player's control. Enchanted creatures are melded, which looks like a new. Thing here so let's see here what what meld melded means treat the two creatures as a single permanent with all the names types colors and abilities of both creatures power equal to the sum of their powers and toughness equal to the sum of their toughnesses and then any auras that were already attached to the creature now enchant the melded creature if able so it's a lot to unpack that's interesting. So it'll have, have you guys played any of the newest standard with mutate? I have not yet. I've seen some of it, but I have not. Um, like I like well, I read the spoilers, but so I haven't played it yet. Melded or melding, if you want to call it that, is similar to that where you kind of put the creature on top. Where mutate, you can only choose one power and one toughness from one creature. You either put below or above. But this just basically melds two together. So if you had a a giant spider and a uh, iron claw orcs, it would literally plus the toughness and the the power get all the abilities essentially. It's so weird. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit disturbing, isn't it? The art's pretty <laughs> neat on it. <laughs> Pretty weird, man. Two babies with their heads together. <laughs> Ooh, nice. It's got a weird image to go with it. So, I think that's. It reminds me of that. Uh, did you see the Nicolas Cage movie, the one uh, coloring in space? Is that one? Nick? There's a fucked up scene with like 
two people got like get like melded together from like some crazy alien like radiation. But like the two people that just like merges. Uh, is what made me think of the Nick Cage movie. Yeah, it's a Nicolas Cage movie. It's like a new one. Sorry, son. Anyway, that sounds just weird. They like taking two just random fucking creatures and just melding them together. So is that the is that the rare is like that the last rare rare? That's the very rare, but there's one other very rare. I like the mechanic, at least. I guess it's something different. It's something we haven't seen before. It's something that makes us kind of pause and like, how would this work out? How would it be beneficial? So I like the card from that perspective. It hints at a greater concept that never got really sought out until recently. Like you said, like, I mean, all I can think of too is like that Brizelda, Bruna and Gisela or whatever, you know, like, if you have both, they flip over and become this like gigantic monster thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Eldritch Moon, ish, I think so. But um, I like seeing that these early ideas existed, like before the game even became the game, and maybe did maybe got tweaked, maybe got introduced later, whatever. But it the set's clearly ahead of its time. I mean, at least in that when melding, I mean. I can't even tell you the the nearest example of melding I can think of after this would be like in Tempest with the Lissids who would become creature enchantments that would like attach yeah. to an ability. But like, we don't really get a lot of like melding. We don't get a lot of like creatures. Banding is the closest I think we got to melding, honestly. You know, banding at least created like a group, but this is like basically like, Whenever this card would be referred to by any other card, it, all the stats are the same. It turns into one creature. It's easy to get yeah. two for one. You can also disenchant the aura. Yeah, two creatures are then unmelded. So, that, which is a little bit interesting. I can see why they probably didn't go through with that. A little, a little messy. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I. With with the new mechanic that they came out with, it's interesting that they would literally just mash two cards together, and it's there's no layering. It's literally take everything, add the power and toughness. That's it. That's all that. Take a Shivan Dragon and add it with a Flying Man, and you've got a seven seven or a six six rather. So with fire breathing. All right. The next card though is the Commons. So this actually just has a list of all the common cards on the set. It's kind of it's pretty hard to see, but it just has all the name of the co- names of the common cards. So, see that's interesting. Disenchant well, I guess they here. made this. disenchant is on here at number thirty-three. I'm this could just be for the sake of this pack, but I I mean I remember reading about uh, Richard Garfield always wanting to keep from ever making a full spoiler publicly available so that people like that was part of the fun of the game was like interacting with people and being like wait what is that and like having to trade for it or having to seek it out and to have a full spoiler and again this is probably just a product of the pack to let you know it was on the set but like it is interesting i guess to you know i always thought that was pretty like an interesting like take on the game to have that mystique about it or like you know yeah because yeah you know when you grow up playing uh trading in like baseball cards you know you always had like the checklist in every pack you know you always had checklist mm-hmm. and you never had that magic that was always uh, it's a good observation 
Yeah. Which which isn't bad, but it always, yeah, I feel like every game, when I was a kid, every game that I played at Magic was always like, I had to like memorize the card. Like, what is that? Like, what does it do? And then later I'd like kind of forget it. would be like, does it like, like, I remember like I always equated and not that he doesn't, but like a Tog always eating artifacts. He doesn't really like sacrifice it, whatever. But I always thought he's just munching away at him. And I always <laughs> thought like, this guy eats like metal. This guy eats metal, you know, like, and it was so cool in my head. And then later I'm like, well, not necessarily, but like kind of, you know, like, and now everything's just kind of like, uh, you can just look it up, buy it, get it. And that's good. It's convenient. But that I remember so distinctly that, that mystique of there being an unknown, just pool of cards and this, uh, this vast, like my deck could always be improved or like it could look, I'm always seeking a new card. Then you hope you buy, you've got enough money to buy a new pack of cards. You go and buy it and you're excited to look through it and see what you could actually play with. And you get cards like wall of wood, you know, or like cards like fish liver oil. Like you're not mad, but you're like, how can I use this? Like it's always like teasing your imagination, you know, like you're not like looking up decks online, which it's good that that exists. I'm not trying to be like, it's such an old fart that I'm like, Oh, that sucks. But it was so cool when you're just like, okay, how do I use this? You know, like blessing. I could make one creature really big. Like, before you realize that creature enchantments are just a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Last card. Number 402. Right. It's called Simplicity. It is very rare. Simplicity. <laughs> uh, two colorless, a green and a blue, four total. It's a chaotic. Oh. It's a chaotic it's <laughs> Man, it's, it's enemy. It's an enemy gold card in like, we didn't get those forever. Okay. So green and a blue. Uh, and it's uh, so it's a chaotic enchantment. Sorry, all creatures lose all abilities and are colorless artifact creatures with base power and toughness two. That's it. Nothing else. Well, that's like humility, but two two different. <laughs> Essentially, makes them to two two. Yeah. Artifacts. Wow. But it's also blue like green, it. which is a weird color combination for making things artifacts. I think right. It. It's it's weird, not weird for blue because blue can shrink things or like, you know, like blue can make things smaller, but green would never, I feel like that would be so weird for green. Like why would green, I mean, I guess like polymorphing or something, but it just seems weird that blue green would shrink everything to a two-two. Definitely a really weird color combo for that. Yeah. But it also... Oh. it. From reading the rules, though, too, from uh, it specifically mentions Mistress Factory. If you activate a Mistress Factory, it's it still becomes a two-two, but you're not able to pump it because it loses the abilities. So, yeah, that's interesting. In regards to, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I would ever want to play that in a blue-green. Jack, I don't know. <laughs> so suddenly the set's pretty simple. It's just like some simple kind of creatures and some spells that are like kind of shitty, but you know, pretty simple stuff. Yeah. And, and, uh, 
I would be interested to see this set in a vacuum in like a draft or even like a cube. And well, so I would, it, yeah, it sounds like it predates you because Ice Age was the first set we had with like gold colored spells and like other things, you know, that were uh, that were gold and like multicolored. So this this is like early kind of you know, versions of that. It sounds like there's there's a lot of multicolored uh, cards in this set. Oh, legends in the. Yeah, well, I was just, the Legends and the Dark had multicolored cards. I mean, we had like Dark Heart of the Wood. We had oh yeah, I forgot about Dark Heart. Yeah, I, thought were, I, thought all, I thought they were all Legends though. They, in Legends, they're all Legends. That's for sure. All the multicolored cards are Legends. Yeah. In the dark, we had Dark Heart of the Wood. We had the two goblins that are like red, green, and black, red, but not a lot. That is definitely sure. Oh, and um, no, he's also Legends. I think that was. That's all I can remember, but that that yeah, Dark Heart's a really unique card because that was the first enchantment ring thing, not like a like a legend, you know. Yeah, I love Dark Heart is a really really fascinating card, but I'm 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 curious with like four hundred something cards for this set, like what else would be in there, and especially if these are its rares, these are like. It, yeah. I, I think you probably hit Because I think I pretty much only like that one artifact that sounds like. Say what? Yeah. That, I was going to say, I think you hit the nail on the head where this set seems super slow. Like just grindy. Yeah, everything is going to be mid range or like long term, like stuff like that. You know? Which I think it's forgivable because we div- i mean even when you play old school now you're playing with a pace of magic that's understood now like if you look at old school decks they don't just pack like four mistress factories like when you look at actual deck lists from that time i don't really see a whole lot of people playing that card but now that we have like a sort of block pump make it a 3-3 like certain behaviors that make it like a must have card it is a format that's getting played differently than when it was officially played so Bearing that in mind, if the games were meant to run longer, I mean, a 2-7 with Reach is statistically not a bad card. You know I mean? It could even block a Shivan and just survive unless they pumped it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, that's it could block a Sarah Angel all day. Um, that's great. You know, it could block a, um, what's, uh, like, a Serendib Efreet, you know? Like, not great, but <laughs> like. Well, I, it seems like it, it kind of padded out a lot of um, like maybe space in those early sets that were kind of obvious, you know, like that you didn't have, like in, a, in like a copy enchantment or like an enchantment that gives vigilance, you know, mm-hmm. you know, little things like that that you would you would have found in this in this set, which is kind of interesting to me. But these, you know, so who knows? We'll see what. Uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot of possibility though, because I mean, like the artifact was pretty good, and um, a couple of those cards were pretty decent. I mean, that's out of just out of what eight or fifteen cards or whatever. Yeah, out of four hundred and uh, what you said, twenty nine. <laughs> there's going to definitely be some playables because, especially like when I like I didn't realize they were spoiling all the packs that were run out for spoils. For spoiling, it it seems like they're all different. So everything is going to be spoiled. It's not going to be like we're getting pa- a pack that has multiple of the same cards as some of the guys from New York or out in, on the, the West Coast. So 
it'll be interesting to see what keeps getting nice yeah boiled over that and he and he I, it sounds like he's got a pretty set schedule so there's going to be cards being spoiled and updated on the website that he has that'll be hopefully uh interesting to go go through pretty cool. yeah i hope to get a, i hope to get a hold of some that's pretty cool yeah, I mean, I, I emailed him and was like, hey, man, I'm more, more than happy to take some more so I could maybe draft it with some people after quarantine's over and everyone starts hanging out again or even just, like, being able to get enough cards where, like, we could all basically kind of do – oh, wait, hold on. This would be a fun set to play your uh, your format, Brandon, that you created. Yeah, for sure, man. Take the pack for your that, that makes a whole that makes like a whole like uh, sub uh, sub playability there with like eternal chaos drafting with uh, chaos packs. Mm-hmm. We're pretty sick, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know for that. Well, yeah, that's all we. I think that's all we got. I mean, we went through the fifteen cards, and there's not too much to else to really kind of chit chat about it. It's just exciting to see that there's something kind of new coming out and. Oh, hell yeah. This was a lot of fun. I like a uh, magic before magic, you know, getting a glimpse yeah. into what would determine pacing for us. You know, what we understand is, you know, competitive or playable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like underground. I like underground magic. Like, you know, we're doing some people doing creative stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm definitely make them fucking make your own set. It's you know fucking anyway. <laughs> well, there's and there's always a bunch of people that are always like working on their own sets. So even when I'm on Reddit or some other like even like other social media things, I always see cards that I'm like, oh, what's that? It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. people it. are getting more into that shit. What'd you say? People are getting people are really into that shit sometimes. Like they'll like all of a sudden there's like people that are just like yeah I've been working on like a magic set for like there's a, didn't they, there's a someone created a, a Star Wars magic set where they literally created a whole set of oh yeah dude that's no, like man, cool. I've, I've made magic yeah so and it's yeah it's pretty neat that this is actually their, their, their website like. I recommend it. I think that magic like creating, and this is cool because he's actually related to the development of, you know, like, like Richard Garfield, like he was there playing the game, but I mean like developing your own cards is really, it kind of gives you a new insight on how to play the game as well. I've developed cards for like a magic workstation or apprentice who guys are using programs, um, cockatrice. You can like make like custom, um, you can like upload a custom expansion. You can draft from it. You can build from it. And if you can convince your friends to just humor you, you know, build decks or try to draft it or whatever. But I recommend it. It's, it teaches you a lot about, like, maybe why certain things are way overpowered or why certain things don't exist. Or, like, also gets you excited about, like, what could exist. Like, what, you know, like, what play space is untapped, you know? like So this is exciting, I think, just to learn concepts being tossed around uh, Oh, you broke up for a second there. Cool, man. All right. So, like, Lord's homework. We're all going to design a card and start the Lord's set. Uh, oh. <laughs> Whenever you win an event, you should design a card that becomes legal. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, 
There'd have to be some restrictions. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to design it, and then I'm going to just hand them out to everyone, and that card's legal as of that event. Nick, you created, you created Blacker, the Blackest Lotus, which is zero cost, and it adds six, and it just says, put your hand on the battlefield. Yeah, man, it's cool. We'll, yeah, we'll, you better use that six so you'll get mana burnt, man. This is old school. Yeah, dude. You can do all that, man. You can take a bolt to the face on turn one. I'm trying to use that. <laughs> well, appreciate it. I think we're going to try to get this up sooner than later. Uh, Tyler's going to edit this, and it's going to be uh, great. It's just going to be good. All right, guys. So, appreciate hanging out. Thanks, guys. I did. Grant, it was a pleasure. All right. Take care, See ya. See you guys in the quarantine cup if you're doing that. Uh, I might job stuff has been too crazy and I don't feel like really classic. I mean, come on. <laughs>